You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I have never chosen a life verse. I've always wanted one. I wonder, maybe you have or haven't. I just, I just have never felt comfortable with saying that is my life verse. And I, I hope many of you have. We have a church verse, and I remember, I think it was 1977, uh, I chose for the church, Colossians 1.18, that in all things he might have the preeminence. If I have the privilege to sign a church member, our church, a Bible, or for our college students, it's always 3 John 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. If I'm on the road preaching somewhere, someone, it's always a little bit awkward, but they say, we sign my Bible. I feel like, you know, I feel, always I felt strange about that. Not that it's wrong, it's just, you know, it's, well, you figured it out. But I always preach Romans 12 too. Be not conformed to this world. Be transformed. Uh, we have a college verse, 1 Corinthians 2, 2. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I wish I had, I wish I had a life verse. You'd think that by this journey in my life, I would figure that out. In this section, and we'll ask you to recite it. Has anybody chosen, raise your hand high, if you've chosen a life verse in that wonderful. How about over here? Anybody right here? That's wonderful. How about up here in these sections? Good. How about right down? You got to have a, wow, that, that's a spiritual section. How about upstairs at that section? Great. How about right here in this section? Look at that. Wonderful. You might be more spiritual for them than this. How about up here in that section? Good. How about down here? Life verse, life verse. How about up over here? Do you even read the Bible? Yeah, okay. Okay, good, good. You got it. I saw hands. That's good. That's good. You know, tonight, when I graduated from Bible College, I finished in 1972 in December. We got married. I had one class left, so I had to drive from this state to another state. But in June of 1973, I received this diploma right here. I was a graduate from Bible College. It's now, I, I don't ever open it but it's for some reason old and it's uh, broken down. When I crossed that platform that day, my wife, it was outside on a Saturday morning. She was down out there. I saw her. She was so pretty. My father-in-law was there. And um, our classmates were there. And I crossed the platform. Dr. Myron Cedarholm, who's with the Lord, he said, now, Jack, I've chosen a verse for you, and I put it on this three-by-five card. It's very obvious this was an old uh, manual typewriter. We didn't have electric typewriters. I can recall we bought a used electric typewriter here for $60, an old Olympia in 1976. Boy, did I think we were something. We had an electric typewriter. All through college, I had a manual typewriter. I, I typed, still have them, every message 
that was ever preached in our pulpit. You know, Dr. Newcomb and his wife, they're laid to rest right over here where your son, Brother Van Dyke, is laid to rest and so many others. And, uh, and I, 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 um, I, Dr. Newcomb preached in our high college chapel. I have the messages he preached. Almost all the men, if not all, that, that preached were gone, are, are gone now. Dr. Cedar Holmes said, Jack, I've chosen this verse for you. And it's printed right here. It's verse 24. And I want you to read it with me tonight. If you'll read verse 24, it's our message tonight. Ready, begin. But none of these things move me, neither can I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I've received of the Lord Jesus to testify. I love that verse. Tonight I stand before you, it's big for me. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, for the first time in my life, this past week, God gave me a life verse. It became a big moment. I was in my study and I, I, was just, I, I knew the message. I was ready to go. And I claimed, I said, Lord, I believe this is my verse for, this, for my life verse. None of these things move. I quote it. I quote it to the college students all the time. I quote it to the high school students all the time. I quote it to myself, but none of these things move me. And tonight I want to speak to you for the very first time in my life. Though I've preached the verse before, I want to preach to you for a few moments on my life verse. I'm so excited that I have a life verse. It took me a lifetime of preaching. And quite frankly, I've been a I, I know it's strange to say, I've been emotional about it this week. I've always wanted a life verse. I could get a church verse, I could get a college verse, I could get a Bible signing verse, but I never had one for me. I thought for many years, Brother Chuck, I see you there. I remember when you told me from the Old Testament, uh, I said, we're, we're, we're engraving on the palms of heaven. I never thought of that verse. And you were a young Christian. You gave me that verse so many years ago. Do you even remember that? I, I, just, I, just, I just remember when you said that to me. I said, I don't even know where that text is. I was your pastor. God, God has used so much scripture in my heart. I, I tried Isaiah. I, I, I tried uh, John three thirty. He must increase. I must decrease. I tried all these verses, but it was like a thunderbolt came in my study. This is your verse, Jack. This is a verse. Whatever days you have, I want you to claim this is your life verse. I'm going to try to do my best to quote it to myself every single day, the remainder of my life. Never miss a day. But none of these things move me. Here in the book of Acts, it's always been a favorite chapter, and I've always loved that verse. But I, I'm preaching to you tonight. I have a life verse. In my prayer journal, I always choose a verse of the year and a song of the year. Done it for, uh, forever. And, and I can think of verses, and I, I write them in there, and as I wear a prayer journal or something, I transfer it over, I write the verse of the year. And sometimes it's, I look back at the Oh, about October, November, December. This is the verse. But I was able to write in my, my Bible, in my prayer journal, that the year of 2022 is Acts 2024. 20, None of these things move me. 
a year ago, two years ago, is Exodus 14, 14. God just used that all year in my heart. I knew it was, and it seems like there's, uh, last year was the song, I am, I am, Jesus said to me, I am Alpha, I am Omega, the in-between. God just used that, so uh, he'll, he'll take care of it. Enough introduction. I want to speak to you on the subject, my life verse. I see in this text, in verse 24, I see difficulties. The Bible says, but none of these two words, these things, but none of these things, these things, these things. There's difficulties in life. What is the these things he's talking about? Well, he's talking about where we, in verse 22, I, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things, those things that shall befall me. I don't know what things are ahead. Not know, I don't know those things, what they're going to be. I don't know if it's separation from a mate. I don't know if it's divorce. I don't know if it's a death. I don't know if it's a sorrow. I don't know if it's a heartache. I don't know what, what difficult, but, but none of these things, there's difficulties in life. Don't let any difficulty derail you on the journey of life. I see difficulties. I see declaration. Look at the second word, but none. None, there's a declaration. I want to take the time to go to every section and say, Quote me, one of you, from every section, lower floor, balcony, your life verse. I wanted to also take the time to go through this church because we have probably at least uh, every Sunday morning 75 nationalities in our church, first generation people. I'd like to go through and ask you tonight in German, what is the word, what, what is the word none in your language? Say it for a I'd like to have Spanish. Someone say none in Spanish. I'd like someone to say it in Polish. What is the word none? We have all these countries and nationalities, but none. I'll tell you what none, none means to us in the English language. It means zero. Nothing. Nothing is the definition. There, there's nothing, nothing. That's a declaration. None of these. What's going to move you? None of these things. You pray, my wife and I will stay acting like Christians to the day we draw our last breath or to the rapture. I said it a few weeks ago. I said it again. Brother Tony Hudson called me and said, Brother Treber, it looks like Brother Bobby talking about Bobby Robertson is going to die today and it looks it looks like it looks like he's going to make it with no taint or scar on his life. I thought brother brother Tony he's 80 I think 87 I believe I I'm not sure 87 what do you mean it looks like he he's made it but you don't make it till you die. And he made it. He made it. He finished his course. None of those things. The heart attack did not move him. The church split did not move him. When his health completely broke, it did not move him. When his heart was shattered time after time, none of these things. No, stop letting things move you. I quit. I tell you what, I'm offended. I'm hurt. We live in such a sissy society. None. 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 Yes, that's my declaration. Zero. By God's grace, 
I am not going to let anything by the grace of God dominate my race, my journey before I see him face to face. I don't know what it means. A lot of preachers that have preached in the same church at the end of the journey, whenever that is, or the elder age of a journey, the church begins to fragment. Maybe there'll be an insurrection. Maybe folks will start saying, we want to we want a, a different person. We want you, you've run wrong. We want to get rid of you. And that has happened many places. I think of a great, great preacher. He's with the Lord. He'd be over 100 if he was alive. You know his name. He's preached behind this pulpit. But he had a large church, a little bit larger than ours. And, and one day there was over 400 people walked out on him on an Easter Sunday morning. I know a great preacher. He's preached behind this pulpit. He's with the Lord. He'd be in his upper 90s if he were alive today. And I remember on a, 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 a staff member took about 200 people out of the church and started a church just right down the street. I'm telling you about the fact, ladies and gentlemen, that there's, there, there are things that are going to derail you. It could derail me. But hopefully none, none, none of these things. I see difficulties. I see de- declaration. I see distraction. Move. You see that there? None. That's declaration. These things, that's difficulty. Distraction. Move me. The word move is to waver. The word to move is is to fear. Instead of anchored, I'm jumping all over the place. Stop the jumping. I need a different mate. No, you haven't conquered the problem with the mate you have. Your mate is not the problem. You're the problem. What, any different church? No, the church is not the problem. We are so narcissistic. We are so proud. We're so self-willed. We make everybody else. Well, I had to be raised in a Christian home. Oh, yeah, that was hard, wasn't it? Ask the teenagers in Iraq how hard it was to be raised in a Christian home. Where the average age of a soldier in Iraq when we were over there carrying machine guns was 15 years of age. Ask how hard it was. we got a grandson in our church here who's 15. Another one's 14 and a half, soon to be 15. Ask them how hard it would be to have to go out and start killing somebody on other soil, on their soil with a, with a machine gun at age 15. The average age. Oh, yeah, well, I, I tell you what, I'm so, I'm so bitter. I was raised in an independent, fundamental, separated Baptist church. Oh, yes, now let's see. What'd you miss that on? Drugs, a drink, um, worldliness. Yeah, all those parents were real hard on you. What made you go to Sunday school? Oh, but you got a lollipop. Stop being such sissies. Well, I tell you what, my, my dad never told me he loved me. Well, stand in line. In my generation, dads didn't say that. You've heard me say it before. I pastored my mother and dad for 33 years. My dad's an old German who loved me to death, but he never said it. And I said, Dad, I love you. Great. <laughs> now, he wrote me in college every week, and he said, love, Dad. Last two were, love, Dad. 
He could say it, but he couldn't say it. And I'll tell you what, after several years, pastoring, maybe five or 10, whatever it was, he started saying, I love you, son. And you heard me say it recently. The last words that I have on my dad recorded, I love you, son. So you grew up with a dad that's not a lovey-dovey guy. Well, I didn't make a, I have to become an alcoholic because my, my, my dad, my dad never said he loved me. I have to revolt and be a, be a rebel because my dad, my, my, my dad never said he loved me. Let's get you a pacifier. No, 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 this generation is so soft. I, I know, I, I know we get tired of hearing things like that. Get, stop being distracted. I see devotion, do you see it? But none of these things move me. None of these things move me. Neither, here it is, neither count I my life dear unto myself. His devotion was not to himself. His devotion was to Jesus Christ. That he must increase, I must decrease. How about let's dethrone ourselves, just dethrone ourselves instead of dethroning God. Oh yes, I see difficulties here, declaration here, distraction here, devotion here, but I, I, I see determination that I might finish my course with joy. I might finish my course with joy. We've had the privilege to have a pastor visiting with us today. I introduced 34 years the same church. I respect that so much. They've all been easy years, haven't they, Pastor? No such thing as easy. We don't have a very good governor in our state, though I pray for him. You don't have a very good governor in your state. But his preaching is not dependent on who's in the governor's mansion. It's determined by who's on the throne. And he's still on the throne. And my determination, my conviction, by the grace of God, I'm going to finish my course as D. Lee Robertson finished, as Tom Malone finished, as Bobby Robertson finished, as Jack Kyle finished, as, as Curtis Hudson finished, John Rice finished, Harold Seidler finished, Oliver B. Green finished. I'm going to, by the grace of God, all three men that signed this diploma, all three are in the presence of God, but all three finished their course. Oh, uh, pre preachers, you talk about the finish, uh, conviction. Wouldn't it be great, preachers, our listeners, if we get back to some convictions? Yes, America's a mess. But I hold preachers responsible. Preachers are the shepherd. A shepherd guards the flock. A shepherd tells them, don't go there. You're not going there. You're going to be careful. And preachers, we're for everything nowadays. What are you against? Do your people that are listening, and I preach it for a moment to preachers, do your people even understand why you use a King James Bible? Do your church, does your church understand the importance of New Testament local church? Do they understand what good music is and gospel songs and hymns and spiritual songs? Amen. 
Do they understand why we think it's so important that a man looks and dresses and acts like a man and a woman looks and dresses like a woman? We're breaking down male and female. And how come it's only one-sided? All the pastors and other pastors in our church, we came in here tonight with our high heel shoes and our beautiful dresses and our jewelry and our long earrings with our lipstick on. I think you would think that's strange. It goes two ways. Men ought to look like men and ladies ought to look like ladies. Most preachers could not say that in America today. There'd be a revolt. But I've been saying it here for almost 47 years because I believe we would break down male and female is blasphemy against God. The Bible says, the Bible says that I might finish my course. Preachers, we must not be cowards. You are spokesmen for Jesus Christ in a society of 350 million people that want to do their own thing. God's raised you up in your city. Preach the word. Declare with authority, yet with a broken and tender and kind heart. Got quiet on that one. Let me move on. I see desire. So far tonight, I've talked about difficulties and declaration and distractions and devotion and determination. But I see a desire that I may finish my course with joy. Older people either die as a grump or sweet as can be. I refuse to be a grump. I know my wife refuses that too. I know we all have these swings and difficulties, sometimes impatience. But I want to have joy in my heart. I want to be a happy camper. We were talking, I was talking to my wife this week about my pastor and his wife. And my brother-in-law is perhaps listening in Florida tonight, my twin sister. He's a preacher. They're on a different time. They might just be listening. I don't mean this cruel toward his mother. My, my, my good penmanship resembles my pastor's wife because I just thought it was, she had mixed up cursive and printing. And I, I loved her, and she, she, she taught me so much about music and life, and what a great Christian lady. But I think he would agree, I think the personality in the family would have been my pastor, her husband. And I told my wife this past week, he was such a good pastor. He'd take us old boys, and he'd start shaking our hands like this. He goes, you know, Jack, that's, that's the fisherman's handshake. And he'd just shake that hand and he'd shake that hand and just keep shaking that hand. And nowadays you couldn't do what I'm going to show you right now. He'd say once in a while, and you have to understand, it was a, we wouldn't even think about doing this today. He, he'd take his hand and sometimes get you right here and he'd pinch you right there. He goes, that's a horse bike handshake. And I know you couldn't do that nowadays because you'd be in jail the rest of your life. And don't worry, I'm not going to start that. He was such a wonderful pastor, a, a fun pastor, a happy, kind pastor. His wife was such a solid Christian. Well, I'm glad I didn't have a grump as a pastor. 
through the years the pastors have had, they're all passed away now. They're all with the Lord. I think of those years that your dad, honey, was my, my pastor and I worked on his staff. He was such a good pastor. Godly man knew this book backwards and forward. You can begin reading anywhere and he'll tell you, okay, that's 1 Samuel chapter 14. Just such a great man of God. Don't end as a grump. Let's close. I see there's a deposit. Verse 24. He said, and the ministry which I have received of the Lord. God's deposited a ministry to your care. Your marriage is part of that ministry. Your children, your grandchildren, your Sunday school class, your bus route, this orchestra, that choir, the, the instruments, the sound room, the, the live stream, the nursery, uh, this, all, the, the, the parking lot attendance, the security, all of it, gardening, maintenance, housekeeping, education, teaching, serving God, driving a bus, and fixing the bus, and repairing the bus, and paying for the ministry. I take God's deposited something in your care. Oh, what a day it was when God, in his mercy, said, Jack, you're going to be the pastor of the great North Valley Baptist Church. He deposited it to my care. And one day, when my journey's complete, God says, Hebrews 13, I'm going to give an account to him for this work. I, I love pastoring. I cannot imagine pastoring. But God's deposited this to my care. God's deposited this Bible to your care. God's deposited your family, your ministry, this church, your life. Tonight, I'd like you in closing to read my life verse. It's a strange thing at my age to say I finally have a life verse. I have, I have a life verse. I, I'm so excited about it. Uh, Bobby, before I saw you, you, you had, I don't know what you call it, uh, but, but would you put the needle in and out and all that, uh, my verse that I give the church. I have no greater joy than to hear my, and by, I said that, I'm not asking, I, I just said that. Someone thinks I'm asking. I'm not asking for anybody to give me Acts 2024. 20, but, but, but I'm going to get this Acts 2024. 20, and I'm not asking. I shouldn't have started that. Because why don't you say, you know what, really, what, I, what I'm praying for? I'm praying for a Harley Davidson is what I really. But I just want to throw that prayer request out. Just throw it out. And I'm praying for a 65 Corvette hard top too with a just just praying about it I'm not asking for anybody to do this please I know I should not have started I have a life verse brother Everest I'm, I'm so do you have a life verse pastor that's wonderful brother Andy do you have a life verse not yet you're not old enough brother Ramers do you have a life verse Brother Romero, you have a life verse? Bunch of un, uh, boy backslidden people. You, you guys don't even have a life verse? Shame on you. I have a life verse. I, I have a life verse. Brother Joel, you have a life verse? Okay, all right, you're in. Brother Yaakov, you have a life verse? You do? 
Brother Harold used to say, I'm memorizing my life verse. I've got the A part down, John 11:35. 35. This week I'll work on B, Jesus wept. The guy's got problems. Would you stand together in closing? Would you read my life verse with you? Let's all stand, shall we? Let's read. I'd love to, I'm not going to read. I kind of just want to hear you read it. Sound people, maybe in the radio room or where, could you record? You're down on the mixing station. Could you get the microphones up in the auditorium? I'd like to get this and keep it. And keep it in my office to hear you read on this Sunday night. The last Sunday in the month of May of 2022. I'd like to hear my life verse. Are you ready to read it? Acts 20, 24. Ready? Begin. ago in this diploma he gave me that verse but I would have been forced in it God gave that to me I know it's my verse thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara California led by Pastor Jack Treber for more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us visit our website at nvbc.org May God bless you as you serve Him this week.